Hey, what's happening, everybody? This is Robert D. Muhammad of Plugged In. I am your host tonight, and I am so excited about my guest tonight. And I'm so excited about the whole Plugged In universe where you can get the information you need right here if you want to create a business, build a business, expand the business, scale the business, whatever you want to do with your business through social media platforms. And my guest tonight, I, I, I think is more my honor because when I started putting this show together, I knew I wanted this brother to be a part of it. He has a phenomenal story, and it is something that I knew that the people really would need to hear, especially transitioning from the old paradigm of doing business as a business owner and an entrepreneur to his platform that he's using today. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest is none other than Brother Tymetric Dillon, pastor hey. of Living Truth. Uh, a Christian center here in Gaston, Alabama. What's going on there, uh, Pastor Ty? Hey, man, how you doing, man? Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you uh, allowing me to come on your platform, man. I'm excited just to be here, just to oh, be a man. part of what's going on, man. Man, you know, I, brother, you and I have talked several, uh, we have had several conversations uh, offline, uh, business ideas and, and other things that uh, I was trying to put together at the time, and and I remember when I first heard you, I think it was about maybe six, six years ago now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And the first time that I heard you speak. Now, a lot, a lot of the viewers out there and a lot of the listeners that's listening through the podcast or those that will be watching later on through the YouTube channel. Uh, and and you, you might hear me refer to him as Pastor Ty or Brother Ty. I think he has so many bad his name, but I, 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 I like the... Um, he is a pastor, um, and, and I like to say teacher, because that's what was the first thing that attracted me when I first heard you speak. Now, yeah. there are, and, and I promise, fans, we will get to the meat and potatoes of this podcast, <laughs> but this plate right here has so much nourishment on it. I, just just sit with me. We, we are going to get there. I promise we're going to take you there. But when I first heard you, uh, Pastor Ty, there's, there's not a lot of um, ministers. Now, of course, I've been studying Islam, and most people who know me know that. Uh, but And I don't have a problem with, with Christianity Church. I grew up in the church. My mother is a member of your congregation. Yeah. And when she was first talking about it, I was like, I got to see. <laughs> you know, because my mother don't get too excited about it. She's seen all the church. So I was like, I got to come here to that. But when I heard you, I knew that I, I liked your message because I found myself writing. Now, that's how I know, because and I'm sure we both can agree, truth don't need any help. That's right. It can that's stand right. by itself, you know? That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, you didn't have the Detroit pimp suit on, you know? <laughs> the fit colors, the black shoes, and the rings, and none of the theatrics and all of this stuff was going on. But your message was just straight, teaching yeah. and that's what i loved about that and and, and, I, and i told mom after the service i said this this brother got himself something i said he got himself something but you no, your story is so phenomenal because 
when I was researching you and and, and asking questions, doing doing my little my 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 my, my research, you had um, a business, a thriving business, from what I understand, yeah. before you were even called to the ministry. Now that's a question within itself. <laughs> you, know, you have this booming business. You, you, your, your profession was uh, a barber. You was a licensed barber mm -hmm. in in your home city of Milwaukee, right? And a big business, from what I understand. You wasn't just a hood barber. You know, you, <laughs> you had, had some money. <laughs> so, uh, the first question is, when God called you to the ministry side. Mm -hmm. And he said, hey, okay, Todd Metric, I want you to put that aside and I want <laughs> you to do this right here. Now, my mind would have been, wait a minute, guys, you gave me this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you built this business up, you know, the yeah. way it is today. And yeah. you not only walked, the, I mean, because you could have still kept the shop kept the clientele, uh, leased the chairs out or whatever the case may be in that industry, but you completely walked away from that. Yeah. So that's the question. What what was really going through your mind <laughs> when you said, okay, put this down, that's a money maker. Yeah. And I'm going to do this right here. Yeah. Well, well, um, man, that's a lot. That's a lot. You know, um, you know, it's, it's, a. Uh, it's a dynamic. I try to explain and articulate to people, but I tell them, you know, pastor and preacher, none of that stuff wasn't, wasn't on my bucket list. You know, <laughs> I didn't have, I didn't have the plans for that. I, I'm not like, you know, people aspire to be a pastor or they fourth generation and all that other kind of thing. Right. No, nothing wrong with that. That's just not my story. You right. know, I, I was planning on being a businessman, you know, and, uh, uh, contribute to the community, contribute to church. You know what I mean? Right. Go to right. church, go to church if I, Need to feel right. a little better or something like that. You know what I mean? Okay. I wasn't planning. But when I look back on it, is that's the very thing that set me up for God to use me because he knew I was authentic and I wasn't coming with no games. And he knew if I went into it, I wasn't going to it with pretension and with any of those uh, motives, those kinds of things. So, you know, you talk about uh, the business and you made reference to Milwaukee. Actually, when I was in Milwaukee, I worked for, uh, it's still there to this day, it's called G's Clippers. And man, it's the household name, barbershop, all the Milwaukee Bucks and Brewers and all these people come there. And so my clientele was like blessed, you know what I mean? Right, so, right. Yeah, so that, that I did, $10 haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was blessed, man. Uh, shout out to everybody in Milwaukee, man. Right. Me and the whole crew. That's my family. Uh, then we moved to uh Nashville area, man. And God allowed me to build that clientele really quickly. I moved 600 miles away. So of course my clientele is in Milwaukee. I'm in Nashville, but God blessed it, man. And I wouldn't, I wasn't looking at it. It was like, oh, it's the Lord at the time. I was there. I was grinding. I was doing my part. And uh, I ended up swelling up and, uh, man, kind of surpassing the guy I was working for. Ended up opening my own spot. It started booming. And, man, we were thriving, man. We were, I mean, clientele was, we had the highest prices, probably with the biggest clientele, most professional shop. I mean, trend setting. We were like, right. uh, it, it got it. He had, he had blessed that thing, man. How did I walk away from it? Well, um, Man, I, let me tell you this. It was a process. You know, a lot of times we, we see things that are on movies or we hear different stories. And uh, it's like, man, the Lord spoke to me and I left it. Boom. But, you know, I tell people, 
man, testimonies are much easier to tell than they are to live. And wow. so uh, it's, wow. it, you know, so it's easy to say I left it, but that process of leaving and deliberating and is it God or am I sure? Okay, well, maybe I'm going to keep the business open, like you said, and just I move, but then I'm going to let this make me some money over here. Well, I'm going to sell it to this guy. That didn't work out. So when I saw all the things weren't working, man, I said, you know what? I surrender. I'm just going to do what I need to do. And I just believe that God had me covered. One right. of the things that I, I believe that helped me is that transition from Milwaukee to the Nashville area. I moved to a place I didn't know anybody. I moved to a place where it's me and my wife, you know, that kind of thing. So I saw God provide and take care of me in that transition. So I knew he could take care of me in the next transition, you know. So and I've always been, um, man, I, I before I knew all this uh, word and all this other stuff, I just always had a sense of when my time was up at a place or as as a season okay even leaving milwaukee you know man i just knew my clientele was booming i was making all kind of money man i was i was living good all of that but something in me was like not at peace and so uh yeah so i made that move man thinking i was just going to a different environment and i didn't know it was a a pilgrimage almost it was a journey you know that god had me on to get me to to where i am now Okay, so 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 I mean, even with with a wife, with your wife, and and I, I'm assuming at the time you was you guys were youngly and freshly married. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, man. Listen, I got I got married on. I don't know when this podcast is gonna add, gonna gonna air, but okay. uh, man, I just had an anniversary. I got married on June eighth, and I moved out of town on June twelfth. Okay, oh, wow. So yeah, it was fresh. <laughs> I mean, like brand new, real fresh, brand new. They haven't even filed a paperwork yet. <laughs> okay. It's not out to, yeah. to, to, to uh, Sister Dilla. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, now, it, it, now, and that's a great part, point there because you already have a thriving business. And that's a key point in just business in general, period. Yeah. Yeah. How did you convince the, the the wife? Because a lot of times these banks or these investors come to you and they want you to have this business proposal. Now, yeah. in, in my course that, that I teach in digital target marketing, uh, uh, any new business owner, I tell them you have to have a plan for the family as well. Because if your family don't get behind you, they're gonna oh, yeah. make a lot of work days hard. Oh yeah. Oh so yeah. How, how did you convince get convinced a newly wedded wife? Yeah. That hey baby, I'm just finna we we, we finna <laughs> everybody that we know in Nashville. <laughs> I mean major city, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But out of all the places you could have went, L.A., Atlanta, uh, or New yeah. York, you chose Nashville. So how did you convince her to buy into the plan of the well, business move? Uh, I, two things were, were key, uh, and they're still, kinda, they're still key as we go to the next level because really the principles are going to be the same whatever level you go to. Right. You know, So it's, it's repetitive. It's, repetitive. it's just uh, a different capacity. And so uh, it was my track record uh, with her and, and being a person of my word and doing what I said I was going to do so right. we could build that bond and that trust. You know, right. if, I was flaky, if I was flaky kind of all over the place, right. she wasn't going to follow that. Right. You know what I mean? Then the other piece was not only having a track record, which would be hindsight, able to see behind me and see my steps, but right. then having uh, foresight, so giving some vision to, right. hey, this is what it's going to look like. This is why we're moving. This is what we're going to be able to do. And when we move, hey, here are some 
some some uh some gaps or I'll say some holes in the game. You know what right. I mean? That we're, right. we're able to we're able to fill up. You know, Nashville doesn't have this. This doesn't have this. We're able to come in. We should be able to do this. So a communicating vision. So she's able to see that we're not just moving this to be moving just to change the dresses, but right. this is purpose purpose behind it. And when she could see the purpose in it, then it made her latch on to it even more. I like what you said right there. You're getting her to see the purpose mm-hmm. into uh, uh, following or, or or not following, but uh, supporting. Even yeah, you know, yeah. A, a lot of times, uh, especially in young business owners, even with social media marketing, it's it's kind of hard to convey why I am online 10, 12 hours a day. You know, because right. basically this is my job. So right. I mean, right. when you have uh, um, a, a wife or a spouse or a significant other or even children in the mix, yeah. you know, yeah. that, that, hey, you know, give me just a minute. You know, I, I, I got to put this post up or, or run this ad campaign. But I, I, I think that's very important that and people should know that it's not just to try to sell a vision, but for yeah. them to see the purpose and yeah. to and that's phenomenal. Now, from Milwaukee to Nashville to Gaston, because I'm yeah. quite sure Gaston was not on your radar at all. <laughs> didn't, didn't know it existed. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't. Hey, right. hey, no disrespect, shout out to everybody in Gaston, but I had no clue when right. Gaston Alabama was. I didn't know it was on the map, man. I didn't right. have a clue. Right. And, you know, most times, even when I tell, because people ask me all the time when I'm in my travels, they say, well, where is Gaston? I just say, well, we're 68 miles north of Birmingham. Birmingham. Oh, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Okay, so yeah. when, when, you, when you make that third transition to to Gaston, at, at, was, did you have severed the ties with the, with the business at that point? Or, I mean, you had some other projects that was rolling also. Uh, oh, yeah. I believe right yeah 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 man i was uh i started commuting initially uh and that's uh for those who are watching you know gas is from where i lived in tennessee area is about two and a half hours one way and so we would do like five hours round trip man to come do church on wow. sunday or bible study and that was like every week and sometimes we would come on saturdays do different classes we right. would make that a couple times a week i'm back and forth to Gaston, you know taking care of business uh, like you said the barbershop's running there uh barbershop flash salon actually you know, it's running, it's doing what it's doing. Then also we got investment properties, uh, rental houses, that kind of thing were going uh, at the time. And so, uh, man, it was, a, uh, it was a process, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, I didn't drop everything just like that, but it, it almost, um, uh, man, it was, it was, it, it was, it kind of, it drew me. You right. know what I mean? It drew right. me. Uh, because, man, we'll, it's, let's be honest, you know, if it were up to me, uh, just in my natural man, I want to keep the houses going. I want to keep the shop going. Get somebody running, keep this money flowing, whatever it is. But I recognize that uh, a lot of times, and I see it biblically, uh, when God calls you, uh, it costs you. You know what I mean? And so, uh, hold on, because that's a nice quote right there. Uh, yeah. uh, when God calls you, yeah, it costs you. It costs you, and, wow. and most times, what it's going to cost you is comfort and convenience. You know, uh, yeah, it costs you comfort and convenience, man. And because God wants to put you in a, uh, he allows you to be put in a situation where, you know, that is him navigating this course. Right. Because I could, I could blame it on, man, the shop's popping. You know, I got these tenants, you know, I'm doing well. 
but God wants all, he wants all the glory from what's going on. And so I haven't seen a call and I can, you know, we can look biblically, we can look at uh, natural examples, modern day examples, man, that they didn't have to pay a price right. for to answer that call. You know what I mean? So uh, that's part of it. Mine just happened to be what God uh, wanted me to unload, get rid of everything, right. move on, wife left her job, all that tenure, all this other stuff. And, wow. the, and the walk by faith, man. So it's more than a notion. But the other part of it is what you saw when you came to hear me. Uh, you right. said no frills, no fanfare, no extra stuff. Right. Because it's what you said. Uh, and my, 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 my mentor said it this way, good meat makes its own gravy. You know, so, uh, so, so you don't, we don't have to, if, it's, if it's the real deal, <laughs> then you, you don't have to do all that extra stuff. And right. I don't play, I don't play any games with it because I gave up too much to do it. Right, and right. So, so for me to come playing games and I gave up business, I gave up real estate, wife left her job and all of that, that, that would be completely like this foolish. So I went 10 toes deep. I jumped in the pool and uh, I, I don't have any games to play with it, man. So I'm going to be authentic. What you see is what you're going to get because I know the price of what it right. costs me to do what I'm doing. Now, that, 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 that's, that, that draws another question there, there Pastor Ty, because... I've come across a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of people who want to get in business. And I come across a lot of people who want to hold on to their faith or hold on yeah. to their belief. Yeah. And a lot of times, and, and I'm just speaking about people that I know personally. Yeah, absolutely. The principle or the, the faith suffered because yeah. that money and, and even myself, because when I started, started to finally start to see some type of, of, of <laughs> coming in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I guess the human nature side of me said, okay, I'm starting to see all of the sacrifices that I've made yeah. start to come to fruition. But yeah. at, at that same time, something clicked in my brain and also in their brains that said, I got to amp up. Right. So that's going to cost me Bible study <laughs> night because, hey, when yeah. people spending money too? Oh, yeah. Sunday, especially in, in social media marketing and as an influencer, this my laptop and my cell phone never turns off like some people's TV. Right. It stays right. right. So right. um is how how would you coach? Because I do know that you do a little counseling too, also mm -hmm. in your field. How would you counsel that young entrepreneur to say, hey, you don't have to sacrifice your faith and your principles? to to pursue a business you know because that's a hard sell pastor Ty. i mean for real because <laughs> and, and it's a lot of times i'll just throw money at the at the mosque or throw money at the church or whatever the case may be mm -hmm. and just be like okay here's my yeah y'all just take my tithes and offerings over there but i gotta keep growing. right so right right how do you how would you counsel that to a young entrepreneur business person well, I tell them this, you know, um, number one, before you get into the thick of things, I would encourage them to uh, to identify who they are. You know, you got to get that on the front end because that's real hard to get when you in midstream. You know, if you don't identify who you are, uh, somebody's going to tell you who to be. And so you have to identify this is who I am. This is what I stand for. That word we used earlier in the podcast, purpose. This is the purpose of me doing this. Now, my purpose is strictly to make money, make money, make money. Then I'm going to do whatever it takes to make money. But if my purpose is to put my family 
in an overall better situation, then money alone won't do that. It's going to take money as well as the faith component, as well as health, as well as uh, uh, wholeness, family time, uh, affirmation, loving on your family, all these things. So money is not the end all be all. And when you recognize that, then you'll recognize that you can have all the money in the world and right. then still your, your kids wayward or you end up in divorce and all this. Man, I've seen people that they were, their marriage was, man, so strong while they was broke. And then as soon as the money came in, split. Right. So because that money made everybody fine. You know what I mean? So everybody started looking good because you can get that face beat, that head, you can get that, you can get all the little body parts, whatever you want. But now you think you, you think you're doing it. Right. And, and it went just like this. And so it was almost the worst thing that could have happened to them and their family. So I would tell them to identify who they are. I would tell them, man, what are, I would ask them, what are your non-negotiables? And I would tell them to write those non-negotiables down and tuck them away somewhere because at some point those are going to be challenged. Uh, listen, listen, every word that you, man, confess out of your mouth that I won't do, I'll never do this, you're going to be challenged on that word. Right. I'll never work on Sunday. I'll never work on Wednesdays. Uh-uh, no, the Lord, this is it's going to be an opportunity for you to live out that word, you know? So I would tell them, write down your non-negotiables. What are the non-negotiables in your life that, you know, the things that are important to you, what do you value? You know what I mean? What do you value? Because uh, what, what, what you have vision for is going to determine what you value. And so I, I would say that's important to understand and to know. And then I will help them understand, man, that, you know, not only know who you are, not only make those non-negotiables, but I will help them understand that at the end of the day, you don't want to uh, you don't want to abandon the source chasing the resource. And so at the end of the day, hold on, hold on, brother, brother. I just can't let you just fly that by. <laughs> you've been dropping gems all <laughs> the whole process. I can't even write all this down. Say that yeah. last one again because that's very important. Yeah, don't don't abandon the source uh, in an attempt to chase a resource. You know what I mean? So, so, uh, or oh, I'll say it like this, you know, never let an opportunity override my obligation, you know, or my obedience. So my, my obligation is to God, the one who gives me health, strength, wakes me up in the morning. Right. I don't want to let an opportunity override that. I don't want to leave the source of this whole thing, the one that's keeping it all running, because at the end of the day, right. man, I can't wake myself up. I can't uh, give myself energy. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't make the, the, the compartments and systems of my body function the way they need to function for me to do the work. And so why would I separate myself or neglect the source chasing after the resource? And resources are people and places and things. You know, so I want to stay connected to the source and he'll provide all the resources. Wow. So, I, so in a nutshell, keeping the main thing the main thing, that would be a nutshell of all that I just said. Keep the main thing the main thing. Right. CC plugged yeah. in family. This is why I have fell in love with this brother and admire him so much. <laughs> and this brother's a young brother. I mean, he's a young brother family, and, and he's he's just his head is just full of gems and jewels that he's been dropping. I mean, I hope you guys can come back and do the replay. If you can't catch the replay, <laughs> go back and watch it on YouTube because I mean you will need to be writing these these uh, uh quotes down because they can't uh, 
affect and change your life. Now we're gonna take a quick pause, right quick, because we gotta pay the bills. Because tonight's <laughs> podcast is put on by Supreme Pomade. Supreme Pomade is an all-natural pomade that's made from all organic products. It's not heavy on the hair and won't leave you greasy, which can reduce the uh, the chances of you gaining acne from uh, from from using products with heavier pomade. Very light. If you want to get up and check out Supreme Pomade, please go to the website at supremepomade.com or you can just hit him up right on his Facebook or Instagram pages. Now, right back into this, Brother Ty, because I don't want to this. I mean, brother, I mean, again, every time that I've heard you, and I've heard you several times, and each time, just like that, I, and I wasn't being rude when I was looking off, but I was trying to write some of this stuff down. Because well, I appreciate it, man. It's, it's um, the, the effect that um, I see now why you've had so much success, because your story sounds to me, it reminds me a lot of, um, was it Abraham? Abraham, I knew you were gonna say it, man. Right, because <laughs> I mean Abraham went through a, a, a lot. I yeah, mean, man. he went through a whole lot, even to the point <laughs> where I mean, uh, in the midst of a conversation, he lost everything that he had. No, 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 no. That's Joe. That's Joe. Mm-hmm. Joe. Because in, 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 as soon as you can read one from one verse to the next verse, he was losing something else and losing something else. Yeah. But the overall, uh, the point that the, what I draw from that story is the fact that he said, one, that God gave him all of that. Yeah. And God had the power to take all of it. Yeah. Then as he stayed steadfast and true, God turned right back around and gave him that that he lost and more. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was Joe. But Abraham had his own set of circumstances, the same type of thing. You know, Abraham had uh, wealth and substance and all of that. Right. But, uh, but God said, uh, okay, Abraham, what do you need? He said, I want a son. I need an heir because he needed some money couldn't buy. Right. You know, money couldn't buy. And God said, okay, I'll tell you what, I'll be your compensation, man. I'm going to do what, what nothing, no money can do. And, right. uh, and, and Abraham went through that process, and we know uh, it ultimately produced uh, Isaac, you know, right. Ishmael, then Isaac, you know, that whole process. But like it's, it's the same principle that you're saying, you know, what you couldn't produce on your own or going through a process of feeling lost or feeling a void, right. you know, a void that only God could feel, you know, whatever that thing is. And I'm telling you, uh, man, that is a, that's a God-sized hole that we all, I believe, are born with. Wow. Powerful, family. Powerful. Now, let's, let's fast forward to social media because yeah. I have been following you uh, again for the past, I know the past six years. <laughs> and you are everywhere on social media. And, and you have done some things that I haven't seen since my younger years coming up in the church that were where the church was real active in the community. Wow. And and which to me again speaks volumes to um uh what what you're doing. And be it, be it you're getting the inspiration from God or, or whatever the case may be, I know that no one else in this area is doing the same thing. And, and you're utilizing your Facebook platform 
to push the word out. I know you had the back to school thing with the kids and then pretty much everybody was doing their own little um, we'll stay inside our own church walls and service our own church kids, you know, type of deal. But you reached out to others and tried to just do this one big, huge conglomerate thing, you know. And and so how, how did you utilizing your social media platform start to pull all that together? Well, you know, it's it's like this, man. Um the, the word tells us to go ye therefore into all of the world, you know. Um, and as Jesus said, you know, you didn't choose me, I chose you, and I chose you to go with the bear fruit. Right. You know, the way we go into all the world now is through social media. You know, we're in a different age, a different time. Sometimes I think the church gets afraid of uh, the method. They get afraid of the method, man, and in, a, in an attempt to protect the message. The message don't change, but the method absolutely changes. And so we don't want to have a water pistol, you know what I mean, shooting in a, 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 an AK-47 world. Right. <laughs> you know, so, and, and we, we have to make sure that we're utilizing everything that we can to get the message out. And it's, it's just about visibility and the platform and allowing people to see something that people say, well, why do you do it on social media, man? You should just do it and you know, let people find out uh, on their own organically. But I believe there's so many other things, so many other images that are being promoted. Why not promote good things? You know, right. and we say it like this, we, we don't we don't give to be seen, but we believe we ought to be seen giving. You know, so right. when we we don't give to be seen, that's not our motive, but we should be seen giving. And so you can say, yeah, there is a church uh, that is still, there is a church that is still doing the work, but there's a man over there who still cares about the people, about the community. Right. It's not about this, uh, you come to us, we're going to come to you. You know, right. who doesn't mind locking arms with people of, of like uh, faith or people who are on the same wavelength. That's why right. I'm on this podcast right now. You know, there's a lot of preachers that wouldn't get on this podcast, man. But I'm telling you, uh, there's some things uh, we have in common. We're greater together than we are apart. You right. know, so... Say that. It's, Say that. It's, it's, it's unity, man. It's unity. And so that's what it's about for me. How can we unify? And social media is going to be one of those things that allow us to unify and, and do the work of helping people. People, You know, it's about, about the greater good. And man, so be it. That's what we're going to use. Right. So so, so do you find that's not a, a conflict uh, by, by pushing the message through social no. media? Yeah, but, and, and I know it's... There are a lot that um, even during the course of uh, we just went through the COVID-19, the coronavirus. And and, uh, I I see a lot. You know, sometimes I I don't, you know, (laughs) from this area, not just this area, but I've lived in Florida and Oklahoma and different places. But I know a lot of people that were going live with with their uh, message or whatever the case may be. it seemed like they was, it was just to, well, we won't go into that because that, that I, I, don't want, I don't want that to spin off on, on or take away from, from what you have going on. So what's next for um, Pastor Ty and uh, Living Truth? Man, we're, we're doing what we've always done and that is to try to get the truth to as many people as possible. And uh, when we say the truth, we're talking about uh, two connotations, the truth of who God is, but then also the truth of living truth, trying to get our message out. And our our message, man, is plain and simple. It's for people to live the highest quality of life, afforded by the sacrificial work of Jesus Christ. And all that means is Christ paid too much for us to 
to settle for less, you know? And so he, he paid the ultimate price for us to live the ultimate life. And so we don't see the conflict in uh, having a blessed life here on earth before you get to heaven. The word says that kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, you wow. know? And so uh, we don't see the conflict in having business and uh, also being a believer. We don't see the conflict right. in having uh, financial wherewithal as well as being your, your finances strong and your faith strong. We don't right. see the conflict because you're able to do more, man. Uh, when you, when oh. you have the means, you're able to, you're blessed to be a blessing. And so, so you, you mean to tell me that there is no sin in having money for <laughs> Because you that know, nobody's going to throw that scripture out there where, you know, money is the root of all evil. Yeah, and then I'll tell them to go reread that and make sure they read it correctly because it says the love of money. And so it's, it's, not, right. it's not the money that's the root, right. it's the love of it. You right. know, and God God wants our, uh, he wants our, our complete and total allegiance. That's what that's about. And right. you know, God don't mind you having money as long as the money don't have you, you know. So uh, it, it, it's about, you know, he, as a matter of fact, if if money was evil, then we, there's a lot of scriptures, man, we have to tear out the Bible. One being Jesus said, though, he, though I was rich, I became poor, that through my poverty you may have wealth. Haggai chapter 2 said, uh, God said, the gold and the silver are mine. You right. can go further to the beginning. You can go to Genesis chapter 2, but Adam is placed in the garden of Eden. The Bible says there's four rivers there, and one of the rivers uh, flowed with gold. And so uh, my, my whole point to you is you see right. money all throughout the Bible from cover to cover. However, it is a tool. It is amoral. Right. It's not good or bad. It's like social media. It's not good or bad. Right. It depends on whose hands it's in and who's, how you use it and who uses it. We know money is only good for goods and services. That's what right. it's for, goods and services. That's all you can, right. that's all you can use it for. You know, everything else is, man, is going to be in relationships and uh, connection and, uh, you know, right. how we how we serve and all those other things. Money is a tool, man. Right. And uh, the, the more I can have to be a blessing to others, to pay for kids' tuition, to pay for right. kids to, who need uh, technology and computers and Wi-Fi and pay folks rent and buy folks cars. And the more we can do this and, and help people recover from situations that they might be in, man, it takes resources to do that. And right. so, uh, yeah, it's a heart thing, man. You can be you can be broke and love money. Right. Okay. Okay. You know I mean? well, I've actually heard actually uh, in you guys' uh, program or uh, uh, the the um, agenda of a part of your your church organization, you yeah. guys actually teach congregants about how to start a business, how to maintain, yeah. how to get their finances yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's not people that's doing that. Man, we got financial breakthrough classes that tells you how to budget, how to get out of debt, pay off your your uh, your bills, how to uh, become a homeowner, uh, pay that home off, pay the home off early. You know, tell you how to uh, stay away from these payday loans and uh, <laughs> <laughs> title yeah. loans and all this other type of stuff that's robbing you. Uh, teaching you how to manage your money and uh, for your family to uh, just be at a better place, man. Because right. we all know, we all know what that means, man. When it uh, there's not a, there's not enough uh, money for the month. We all know the pressure of that. Right. You know, uh, we are, I come up in that, man. I come up in the welfare. I come up in uh, struggling. I come up in all those other type things. You know what I mean? Powder milk and government assistance and back in the day, all this other type stuff. Probably showing right. my age, but okay. we come up in all those other type things. So we know what that means. You know, 
Uh, and so if we can help somebody else not experience some of those things, and it's the knowledge, man. My people perish for the lack of knowledge. And so that's why we teach those things, that information. And so it's not that uh, the money's not out there, man. Uh, it's not that it's necessarily a, uh, uh, a shortage or it is a, a famine of money. People right. still spending money, and they're spending it big time. Right. It is, a lot of times it is a famine of access and a famine of information. You know, if people want to keep you away from something, is don't give you the information. And so what we try to do is to, uh, man, try to undo that by giving people the, the information that they need on how to manage, how to earn, how to do this, what is passive income, you know, what, what, what does that really mean? How do you monetize whatever it is, you know, and talk through those particular processes with people. And, man, we see uh, people, when they get that information, it just changes so much. Wow. It, it's freeing. It's freeing, man. Wow. And now I, I, I have to touch on this because I don't want this to get away. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Three years ago, you put out a book called Go. Yes. Now, my personal opinion, and I, I think I've said <laughs> a time or two, and, and I'm going to tell you, America, the world over, all of the plugged in listeners, Wherever you may be, <laughs> I encourage you, which that book will be in a in the link in the description <laughs> on this podcast. I believe personally, Pastor Todd, that was 2017's most slept on book. Wow, man. That's major for you to say that, man. Brother, as you, as you being an author, you know, that's major for you to say that. I, I couldn't put it down. I think wow. the, from the first time I got it from you, I, I uh, on the way home, I was just flipping through, you know, and just checking out the format and how you had a format. And it, it was something said, you need to really focus on this. <laughs> because a, a lot of people, I mean, well, even from the outside looking in, um, and, and especially with your title and your background and your history, people would have thought that was a uh, a church book or a religious right, book. Right, 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 right. When I read it, I, I try to, especially uh, something that grabbed me that much, I, I, I look at it from all angles or I read from all angles. That book was so much deeper than a quote-unquote religious book or right. Christian book. Right. Now, uh, can, can you just speak. I, I just wanted to speak on that, brother Ty, because I'm, I'm really going to promote that for you. Because I, again, I think that was 2017's most slept-on book because you yeah. hit so many areas on that. Well, well, man. I, again, I appreciate you saying that. And you know, um, a lot of times you do get what people who know you're a pastor, so they say it's a church book, and you know, uh, and a quote-unquote church book. Right. And sometimes what happens in that genre. Uh, the material a lot of times is designed to motivate you, but it doesn't do much more. And so, you know, it's kind of like going to a big conference. Everybody's excited. Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And then you get back home, reality hits, and then you're like, man, okay, now you need another conference. Now you need another sermon. Now you need another right. whatever. And so that's why I'm, a, as you said, a teacher, because I teach principles, because principles are universal. And it doesn't matter if you're black, white, male, female, whatever. If you work the principles, it's like gravity. Uh, it, it's going it's gonna to work for whoever. You see right. what I mean? And so 
I teach those principles, and that's what the book Go was about. There's 20 principles in there that anybody can work. And I felt specifically that I wanted to make sure that it was concise and that the principles were uh, digestible by anybody. And right. so I believe that, you know, Jesus was a principal person. If I can get the principle of, uh, so, so, so here's, a, here's a good example. Some people call it uh, sowing and reaping. Some people call it karma. Some people call it universal law. Whatever. The principle is what I send out is coming back to me. Right, right. That's the principle. Whatever label you want to put on it. You see what I mean? Right. So likewise, I try to take the principle so you can get the gold and extract the gold out of the principle. Right. And these principles, I know they work because I work them. I work right. them in three different states. I work them in different conditions. And they work for me. And if they work for me, they'll work for whoever worked them. So what you got in this book is, man, I call it, uh, you can call it a book, but I almost call it a manual. And right. uh, because you don't have to do chapter by chapter. You can go straight to, to 18. You can go right. to nine. You can go whatever you need at the time right. and, and extract that principle, work that principle. And then at the end of each one of the lessons, uh, there's a there's a how-to. Because okay. it's one thing to tell me to do something. It's another thing to tell me how to do it. And so I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave out anything. I want to tell you, hey, here's the principle, and then here's how you work that principle so you can get that result. Look, how, how did you come up with that title, Go? Man, it started It started off as uh, Let's Go. I was saying Let's Go. Okay. And uh, I because I would say that on, on social media. That's right. how I kind of would close some of my, my things. I said, Let's Go. You know what I mean? And I started Let's Go, and Go just stuck, man. Uh, go because Let's Go meaning, means kind of like, Hey team, we need to go. Right. Let us go. That's all of us. But go says that you know what? You and I gotta go whether or not y'all going with me or not. Right. You know what right. I mean? I, I gotta get it. You know, and so okay. um that's that's kind of how the title came about, man. Just go. And I just felt that thing it connected to me, man, once it dropped on me. And then each of this, each of the the principles, they are GO principles. For example, right. the first one is God only. So they all start with G-O. They stand for right. go. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, God yeah. only. And it's talking about how you want to live your life for the audience of one and not let people put you in people bondage. And you're making your choices based on trying to please folk. And you need to, what we said earlier, go back to the source. Right. You know what I mean? Go back to the source because he's the one going to back you on all this stuff, man. So all of them had that G-O in it to kind of help people remember it because I understand Repetition is like the mother of learning. You see what I mean? Right. So, uh, is, is there are there plans in the work for a, a follow up or a, a secondary? Book? Yeah, man. People have really been asking for it, you know. But I, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of halted because I feel like you said I don't feel like we got all the juice out of this one, and I wouldn't want to no. come with a sequel and then right. you missed out the original. Right. You know what I mean? There's so right. much in this in this one that I'm, I'm considering. Uh, I know you've encouraged me and other people have encouraged me to relaunch and yeah. uh, to put it out, out there again, man, because uh, I believe there's so much in it. And sometimes, you know, it takes us stepping away from our work to see uh, the value in it. Right. And I tell people to this day, man, I, I didn't write this book. I'm not smart enough to write this book. I just availed myself to what God wanted to do through me. And he wrote the book. And that's right. just how it worked out, man. Right. I mean, uh, again, family, if you haven't read that book, I know it's available on Amazon. It's also available through through uh, uh, your Amazon, website. Or you can go to my website, uh, right. This is the cover in case you want to look at it. 
<laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's the book there. And uh, you know, I encourage you to get it. Like I said, you can get it on Amazon, uh, or you can go to TimeEastrickDillon.com, my name.com, and uh, you can pick it up there. And right. uh, man, we love the support. Yeah, I'll also drop the links and, and all of your information info, uh, uh, into the description. So you guys make sure that you check that out. Now, uh, here we are at another section of, of the podcast. This is sponsored by Camp Hidden Creek. Our guest from last week, uh, Andrew Williams down in Ashland, Alabama, that has, uh, you guys need to check out his story where he transformed his family property into what is now known as glamping, glamorous camping. I mean, it is awesome. You know, this (laughs) man basically went in a town of 1,200 and he's actually put people to work down there and he's known all over the world he's had customers and clients as far as malaysia so you guys make sure you go in and check out camp uh camp hidden creek and when you book your reservations at the end of checkout and make sure you punch in the code book rdm book robert d muhammad book rdm in the code that'll get you five percent off on your first night stay now in this section brother Tymetric. <laughs> called quotes that move your spirit wow now this is a quote that you heard or a quote that you may have read that when when, when you read it or when you heard it it shook something in your spirit and it stuck yeah. with you to this day can you share that with the audience yeah can i keep two of them oh yeah sure go ahead yeah okay all right so i'll say one uh, the, the late great Harriet Tubman. She said, I, I freed hundreds of slaves, but I could have freed hundreds of more uh, if they only knew they were slaves. slaves. You yes, know, sir. and so as a person who feels like I'm a modern day uh, liberator, uh, right. especially in the areas of minds and thinking, because that's where our, our greatest area of bondage is right now, uh, the mindset. So a modern day uh, truth giver, uh, I can really relate and I can really uh understand what she meant by that because there's so many people who don't understand uh the value of being free mentally emotionally all those other things and so if they only knew they were slaves that that's like that's wow. one of the greatest right there but then there's a quote also uh of my mentor uh, apostle amos l howard senior uh and it's, it's simple exposure expands your expectation exposure mm. expands your expectation so uh it's in a nutshell it challenges us to always be uh, exposing, being exposed to something larger than where we are. And you know, one of the wonderful tools we have, like we have this internet, it allows us to travel anywhere. And right. so uh, uh, if we can be exposed to it, man, it creates a hunger for us, uh, that, that's, that's gonna create that drive for us to go after. Right, okay, yeah. all right. And then, then here we are at another part of the uh, podcast where this one is called Dropping Jewels. Ah. Now, dropping jewels is basically where you can give a piece of advice, because it, well, and then we want to have to go back and roll back and touch on how you some other things that you do on social media as well. But dropping jewels is if you give one piece of advice, uh, okay. something that you feel that is pertinent or most important for for young entrepreneurs and young business people out there not just those who want to start on social media but those who just want to get in business uh period so what is one golden nugget of information one jewel that you will give and share with the audience 
Um, man, there's a lot of ways I can put it. Um, but I would tell them this, uh, to stick with the script. Uh, and what I mean, what I mean by that is, um, kind of what we talked about earlier, man, identify what your thing is, who you are, uh, what you believe in, what's your vision, your purpose, identify those things, man, and protect that. Right. Because the higher you go up, uh, in anything, whether it's business, uh, uh, whatever it is, man, the more you are, uh, the thin of the air, <laughs> the higher right. you go up. And the more you are exposed and the more shots are coming at you. And so you have to make sure that you do this thing from the inside out. And inside is those things which I've settled on before I started making my ascend. I've settled on this is why I'm doing this. This is who I'm doing it for. This is who I'm doing it with. This is the purpose of me doing this. And so those those uh, things that aren't tangible, you know, the business process is kind of like the business process. Uh, it's going to be whatever field you put it in. You can tweak it for hair. You can tweak it for leather. You can tweak it for whatever you need it. Right. But that that core of who you are is going to that's going to stay the same no matter uh, where you are. And so that's going to be key. That's going to be important. That's real cool, right there. And today, then I will say this. I will say this too because I heard this and it sticks with me to this day. I heard this when I first went into business, mm-hmm. and my mentor told me this. He says, "Man, let me tell you." There's going to be days that you want to quit. You're going to say, why did I even open this business? Right. So, <laughs> right. why, why did I do this? What was right. I thinking? But if you can go back to the purpose of it, the vision of it, and all of that, that's going to give you the drive and the energy to keep on moving. Do, do you think that's something that people should write down their purpose? And Absolutely. And post that? You know, I, I do that a lot in my coaching uh, course to where I tell people to Put it on a post-it note, a piece of masking tape, or whatever that will stick to every yeah. something. And, and, yeah. and I tell them whatever their purpose or their reason is, and I call them affirmations. Yeah. Uh, when you wake up in the morning, you should be looking at that affirmation. So if you, if your door, your bedroom door is closed, you need to tape it to the inside of the door. So before yeah. you walk out, you know what your what you what what your business is today. Yeah. You go to the bathroom and it be taped on your mirror. So while yeah. you Brushing your teeth and washing your face—that it's in it's constant reminders, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that people, you know, everybody has that idea. I want to start a business, yeah. but then it's just a hot thought. Yeah, and and if you're not doing it repetitive, because uh, it means anything in, in today's society, repetitiveness is what brings the results. And if yeah, we, you keep doing it, if you keep seeing it, if you keep reading it. It's going to start eventually it's going to settle in the brain and then it's going to start making you follow through. So now yeah, I, I know that you guys are um uh since the coronavirus, you, you have been putting a lot of your 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 services on on social media. So if, if somebody wanted to tune in and check out your services, uh, uh first give them give them your, your days of service, your times of service, and how can they log on and watch? Absolutely. And so uh, we're doing our services online, as you said, and uh, we have, man, we do a Saturday night service at 6 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. We do a, 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 a preparatory prayer time at uh, 8.15 um, on Sunday mornings. Then our worship starts at 9 o'clock a.m. Uh, this is Central Standard Time. Uh, then we have some other things that we're doing, man, to, to keep getting the word out and to keep people engaged. Uh, I started a, a I'm following your footsteps, man. I started a podcast. 
Okay. And uh, yeah, that, that's that's what was the name of the podcast? The podcast is called Unscripted. Okay. It's called Unscripted. Uh, it airs uh, uh, Friday night, eight o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, and so you just go to my my Facebook page and uh, you can follow uh, follow that there, or you can go on YouTube and uh, you can go to my YouTube page and, and see the Unscripted podcast, man. So uh, those are some of the things that we're doing. Of course, we're we're hitting Instagram, we're hitting uh, Twitter, and some of those other things. But those are the main uh, the main things we're doing. If you want to find out more about us, you can go to livingtruecc.org uh, and uh, Find out more about what we're doing. We have quite a few things going on, um, and man, we're just we're just uh, doing the work. All right. Um, yeah. just had a brief break. Okay, are you still there? Yeah. I'm okay, here. Now. I'm here. Yeah, you didn't know the devil is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it, it, it glitched out when you was given the uh, livingtruth.org. Yeah, yeah. Uh, www.livingtruthcc.org. You can go okay. and visit us there, find out more information about what we're doing. Uh, we love to connect with you on some level. Now, if they actually now, once this thing opens up, you know, uh, and I'm, I'm hoping that the listeners, those not just in the immediate area, even those of you who are not in the Gaston, Alabama area, you can log on and watch via social media. Uh, but if those who are locally want to uh, come in and attend and worship with you guys or, or come in fellowship, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. how, how, where is the church located? We are 216 Pinehurst Street. Uh, and that's Gadsden, Alabama, uh, 35903, right in the heart of East Gadsden. You can't miss us, uh, 216 Pinehurst Street. We'd love to have you be a part of what's going on. 216 Pinehurst Street? That's where we are. Okay, 216 Pinehurst Street right here in Gadsden. was in the East Gadsden area for those of you who may yep. possibly outside of the area but you guys can come in uh and go i encourage you i've heard the brother speak uh, uh and and he's not teaching jesus of 2020 years ago he's actually <laughs> teaching jesus of 2020 and how you, the and that's one thing that i love about you pastor ty you you modernize scripture you I appreciate you, it. you you arm the congregants with the book which no Muslim one, no Muslim would should ever tell you that the Bible is wrong. Nobody. Yeah. You heard it here yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. But you teach how to take the book and apply it to today's time that to give them something to arm and fight the enemy outside of themselves with. And so yeah. and that's what I love about the, the, the way you deliver your message. You're not just giving somebody a hope sermon. You know, you yeah. actually Hey, look, y'all need some some three fifty seven bullets to put in their gun because the <laughs> you know. But, yeah. Uh, but yes, I encourage anybody. Um, just, just give the brother a listen. Just give him a listen. He, he, he a young brother now. I, I, I call him my little big brother because well far more advanced mentally. Don't let the age fool y'all. I mean, the, the brother, he, he got some gray hairs on his soul. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But brother, I appreciate you for doing the podcast. Uh, we oh, definitely my pleasure. Thank you. Uh, offline, because there's some things that I really want to share with you. Uh, uh, that that I really think that we can make some things pop and happen and and, and move. It. 
for you. And if you guys haven't checked out the Go Go book by brother Tomitric Dillon, you can check that out on Amazon. Check it out on his website. I'm telling you, it was 2017's slept on book of the year. But I'm going to try to pull some strings, brother. We're going to make this thing happen because family. Let's do it, man. It is a motivational, inspirational book that really just puts some high octane. I mean, y'all getting that 91 gas in that book right there. So <laughs> please go back and check that out. Uh, and, and again, all of the information that you will have uh, for brother to get in touch with Brother Tymetric or to check out his services or check out what's going on with Living Truth Christians uh, Center. Uh, you can check that out in the links. Uh, they'll be listening in the in the description. Is there anything else, Brother Tamitra, that you want to just share with the people? Man, let me just say, number one, thank you for having me on. No, I appreciate no. it, man. It's my pleasure. And, uh, man, I just uh, admire you always going after it, man. You always got something going. Right. And uh, you haven't let anything stop you. And so, man, that's motivation to me. And so I appreciate you. And you've always been a, a giving brother willing to share your platform and all of that, man. So I just wanted to say that to you publicly and let everybody know. He's a good guy right here, and uh, I appreciate it. And I would say to all your listeners, uh, just know this. Uh, there's nothing that's impossible. There's nothing that's impossible. You know, if you set your mind to it, uh, you can you can do that thing, man. If right. it's in your heart to do, don't let anything stop you from doing it. And here's the deal. Can't nobody beat you being you. Don't let anybody tell you that there's a limited resource because I'm telling you that's on the other side of uh, uh, of what you believe, man. Is called something called receiving. And so right. I'm telling you, it starts with believing and knowing this. And you're exactly right. Write that vision down. Make it plain. Write it down. Man, rehearse that thing. Get it in, in your heart. Get it in your mind. And then go after it with all you have. And then just watch it watch it happen for you. And so peace and blessings to everybody. Right. And you guys heard it right here with Brother Tamitri Dillon. Go check him out. Uh, and I thank you again, brother, for doing this. Now, stay tuned, family. Next week, next week, we will have uh, another uh, entrepreneur that's moving things, moving his business on through the social uh, media. Uh, and he will be here next week on the podcast by the name of Michael Merzner. He's down in the St. Pete, Tampa area, and he has built a huge credit repair company strictly through moving his business through social media. So you guys come on back. We'll be right back here Tuesday at 6 p.m. on Plugged In. I am your host, Robert D. Muhammad, the main plug, and we out, family. Okay.